0: And welcome to the A440 Podcast, the one music podcast everyone can get in tune with. I'm your host, Charles Fiore, and on today's episode, it's Oktoberfest! I recently approached Dr. Keith Sawyer, one of the leading scientific experts on creativity and the Morgan Distinguished Professor in Educational Innovations at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. I approached him with one question in mind. How, for the love of all things sacred, do you even begin to play an accordion? Dr. Sawyer, on top of his academic and publishing credits, has been a jazz pianist for over 40 years and spent several years playing piano with Chicago improv theater groups. He also runs the Accordion Place, an accordion-repaired retail shop in Chapel Hill. I'm pretty sure, too, he'll be okay with me calling him Keith in this episode. Keith generously invited me to join the Triangle Accordion Party for one of their monthly meetings, which happened to be their Pokerfest, Oktoberfest celebration at the House Bar and Restaurant in Durham. Come to this meetup from all over to spend a couple hours swapping tunes and playing accordion together. This night, one accordionist came from as far away as Myrtle Beach, easily a three-hour drive one way. Now I didn't drive nearly that far. I didn't even bring my own accordion. But like everyone else, I was welcomed with open arms. Am I okay back here? Oh, you are. Oh, join us, sir. Are you sure? Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. here for you. I don't want to be like that guy. <laughs> no, no, you can be that guy. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hey, I
1: brought an extra accordion right there. That's extra. Oh, just in case you yeah, <laughs> want to strap one I kind of want What do you think? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'll
2: make everyone who comes my well, house
1: this one is. I have, a, I have a bunch that I've restored that are for sale. So I'll sit down for it. Rest- I literally have no idea how to win. So I usually just bring an extra one. Yeah. Probably just to advertise that for sale. Yeah. They are heavy. All right. So put your left hand through that strap. Yep. Like first. First. Shoulder straps. Basically right there. Yeah. And you know they're probably not the right size. Um, shall I use, close the door? Make the door.
2: Yeah. So that's what their their noise won't bother us?
1: Yeah. That's cool. Sure. And we won't bother them. Do we want to put a sign on the door that this is where the recording thing is. Yeah, maybe I'll move. Them. I have a sign on that outside Yeah. Because so people come in, they they may not know. And then oh important thing is, yeah. don't pull or push without pulling a button down. Okay. Because that'll stress the bellows because there's no way for her to come. And so now that you know that, I'm yeah. going to release the bellows strap. Which will allow you to push me. down a button or a key no.
0: and then call. Okay. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> That's awesome. This is great. Wow. That's power. <laughs> <laughs> Train coming. <laughs> Train coming, exactly. Okay, let me just say right off the top that I had never before held an accordion. Uh, let me also say that while I have played many, many kinds of instruments in my life with widely varying degrees of proficiency, strapping on and trying to play that accordion was less like learning to play an instrument and more like what I imagined it would be like if I was to get behind the wheel of a giant machine, like an excavator, say, with its many gear shifts and buttons and exhausts and many uh, embarrassing, like mostly accidental noises. I didn't know what I was doing. I was afraid to move. I was afraid to breathe. I go, so much instruments, like you, when you watch somebody play the piano, you can be like, okay, so they're pressing keys and like, that's how it works. But then with the accordion, I just like watch people play. I'm like, I don't even know what they're doing. I mean, so that's all I really want to find out. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Okay, perfect. Good. Secret. All right, well, that's great, guys. I got my answer. So. <laughs> there's
2: there's a recorder inside there that's playing back. Sort of <laughs> First, fake it.
0: That's really smart. Yeah. I should have known. I should have known. Well- so what's it like playing an accordion? Imagine you're blindfolded, and you have, strapped to your chest with two thin shoulder straps, a box, a heavy box, a 35-pound box about the size of a window air conditioning unit. You're going to try to play a keyboard. It's like a standard piano keyboard about the size of a Casio keyboard, but the keys aren't going to be that responsive, and you're not going to be able to see your hand. Your left hand is going to try to manipulate a series of buttons about the size of thumbtacks, You're going to try to manipulate these, again, blindfolded, in a repeating pattern. Meanwhile, you are expanding and contracting this air conditioning unit uh, the way a vocalist might control her breathing. When everything's working in concert, there are beautiful, powerful sounds. I mean, with that thing in your lap, you can feel the musical vibrations in your blood. And one misstep. One misplaced finger on one of those thumbtack-sized buttons and you produce a sound like a dying goat that could definitely be heard in the apartment upstairs or the room next door. I mean, it's loud. There's no hiding when you've got an accordion in your hand. And did I mention you're doing it all blindfolded? That's what it's like to play an accordion. Accordions are known as squeeze boxes, colloquially, for a reason. The way an accordion produces sound is that you're expanding and contracting the bellows between the left hand buttons and the keyboard on your right hand. Expanding these bellows causes pallets to open, which allows air to flow across strips of brass or steel. These strips of brass or steel are called reeds. And they vibrate to produce sound inside the body, kind of like your vocal cords vibrate when you're singing. If, say, you forget to unlock your bellows before playing, the accordion is going to sound like you're not quite getting enough air. And it's similar to a singer not taking a deep enough breath before trying to hold a note. I'm sure someone else could explain it more eloquently than I can, but that's the gist of it. At Pokerfest at the house restaurant in Durham, participants... All had their own reasons for being there. Keith Sawyer, of course, organizes the group. One woman is the co-creator of the Portobello's. Another takes lessons from one of the veteran group members, who himself is a renowned musician and well-known author of accordion lesson books. Another performs in a German restaurant on the beach. And some of us came just to listen. Like why did you start playing an accordion? I,
2: um, I was watching a movie and I was listening to the music in the background I thought that is gorgeous and I think that's an accordion and I ought to be able to play half of an accordion and I think I can learn the other half and then I can play it, beautiful music there. So Do you remember <laughs> what movie it
3: was?
2: I'm going to be embarrassed if I tell you. You you won't think of me yeah, the same way the again. A music
1: festival, right? mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It was a Hallmark movie. I like the oh, sappy. We
1: all, I it was a what? Movie. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just didn't hear what you said.
2: Hallmark movie. I like the sappy love stories, David. Okay. The and they had a French accordion no, in the background, reason. and I was like, "That's I don't beautiful." Know what's the other one? <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Right. See, you're never series. gonna
2: think of me the same way. What a sap! It's true. Well, I'm not. I'm not
1: judging. Two of to but right, you're right. I
2: never
3: looked.
2: I knew it. Well, one thing I know for sure: once you learn how to play the accordion and you watch a movie and there's an accordionist in there, generally speaking, don't watch that person's hands. Okay. Because it'll drive you bananas. Because
0: they're not playing the right. Because
2: they're not. They're, they've got their <laughs> thumb. Their, it's a thumb under the keyboard. Right. And their hands are not moving, and they've got a hole in the bellows so that they can do this without playing anything. <laughs>
0: Going in, I suppose I was familiar with the accordion in certain musical styles, what I'll call romantic French bistro, German browhouse, of course, and, you know, maybe some of the more interminable December songs. So accordions can be piano accordions, which was what everyone was playing the night I was at the polka party. Uh, there can also just be button accordions, which just have buttons, no keyboard. Accordions can be unisonoric or bisonoric. Uh, So that's uh, unisonoric. The accordion is going to play the same note, whether you're expanding or contracting the bellows, while the bisonoric will play different notes depending on whether the bellows are being expanded or contracted. There are also diatronic and chromatic accordions. Uh, Of course, that has to do with what notes you produce. There are sort of concertina-style accordions, like the kind played by Dick Van Dyke uh, as Bert uh, in the classic movie Mary Poppins, that song Chim Chim Chiri. There are the larger piano style accordions, uh, the kind you know that you can uh, see in that movie Home Alone when uh, John Candy, the poker king of the Midwest, uh, is giving her a lift home to uh, get to her son in time for Christmas. She catches a ride with a bunch of, quote, poker bums and they, they uh, serenade her all the way uh, into Chicago. But the accordion plays a prominent role in musical styles from tango to Korean pop and all points in between. Check out David Giuseppe, a musician and instructor for over 30 years, offering up this musical interlude the night I was there.
1: Like we, most people think around in the States when you play a tango, it's uh, that kind of rhythm, which is actually not an Argentine tango. Um, that's, that's a uh, milango rhythm. Uh, it was the, the early tangos used that tang, that rhythm it was based on the Cuban habanero. Uh, but by the 1920s, rhythms had the, the tango kind of moved away from that rhythm and there's actually a specific dance called the malongo that uses that rhythm. Uh, so I thought I'd just play one of the pieces that I arranged for both.
0: Accordians, like gourds, come in all variety of styles and shapes, offering different sounds, registers, and numbers of black keys. Ugh, those black keys. That was the most baffling part to me. Watching the players that night, I sensed the black keys were producing bass notes and that the players were moving their fingers in particular patterns, but whether those black buttons represented individual notes or chords or something else entirely, I, I just couldn't be sure. Here's how the black buttons were explained to me. There are five rows of black buttons on the left hand side of the accordion. The second row is the root note. C, D, E, F, what have you. The first row then is the bass note or the third. So if it's C on the second row, the note on the first row will be E. The third row then is the major chord. So again, if the Second row button is C, the third row button would be a C major chord, C, E, G. The fourth row is the minor chord, so again for C, it would be C, E flat, G. And the fifth row then is the diminished chord. And remember, you're playing all this with your eyes closed. So if you don't read music but want to vamp along, it's easy enough to do. Just figure out what key you're in and press the corresponding black chords the third or fourth row in rhythm. And it's probably more entertaining if you're going to do that then, uh, if you also sing. As if all that wasn't complicated enough, accordions are tuned slightly differently depending on whether they're coming from Europe or from the United States. As you know, you're listening to the A440 podcast, and we call it the one music podcast everyone can get in tune with. That's because A440 hertz is concert A. A 440 is used as the concert pitch, both in the UK and the United States. But in like continental Europe, crazy places like France and stuff like that, they may go 442 or 444 even.
1: So, tell us about
2: your accordion. Well, I say I took two weeks off of work in 2001 and went up all the way into New Hampshire to uh, on the circuit. I stopped by seven different accordion places. One of which was. Uh, place that David had recommended, and I uh, understand the guy is no longer with us. The accordion connection. Yeah. yeah. And uh, finally, the, the last place I went to, uh, Accordion Magic in New Jersey, which I couldn't go to on the way up because the guy was sick. I stopped and went through, I don't know, a dozen or maybe more accordions, and the last model I tried was not this specific one, but I ordered uh, this based on the last model I tried. Oh, and you got it new? Yeah, I ordered it new. And I had ordered it, uh, A, the A 440, concert A, and the Italians who knew more than I did about what I wanted tuned it high. And uh, let's see, what's his name? Ted Earhart. Uh, when I tried to play it one of the Waltz evenings, he heard immediately that it was high-based, uh, rather compared with the piano, he said, sorry you can't play that with this piano. So uh, I took the thing apart, sent all the reblocks to New Jersey to go to Italy, for them to fix what they didn't do right the first time, to come back to New Jersey, come back to me and put it back together.
1: So now it's working. Right, right. And so for you, Charles, since your podcast is called April 40. It's very common for accordions to be tuned at 441 or 442. Or even 443, uh, I've heard. That. Or even 443. Like Ed Maris, the tuner, was telling me about in the 60s or 70s, there was something he calls the great tuning wars, mm. where the manufacturers were trying to outdo each other for who could yeah, go right. higher. And uh, I think uh, because it, it makes a sound punch out, from the ensemble, better. Well, also in Europe, that. but in Europe everything's tuned to A four forty two. Right, but that's never been the explanation I've got. Huh. Yeah. The explanation's mm-hmm. always been to make it push that pops out. Yeah,
0: yeah, but yeah.
1: but it could be that too. You say orchestras tune at four forty two. Yeah. In so hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are Foreign European. They're made in. Yeah, Europe. that's that's what I've always assumed. That's they Typically, would do a European mm-hmm. tuning in the U.S. Right. I mean, but, if they know it's coming to America, they shoot not Right. Most of the ones I have are 440, I, I test them now, yeah. now that I've learned, but yeah. most they of them are
2: 440. Shouldn't, they shouldn't be sending them to America when the Americans have said, this is what I want.
1: Yeah. Right, so yeah, when you buy one, you got to say, I want 440. Yeah, and that was Some good. people really do want 440. 442. I mean, yeah, I mean, even accordion players who play in bands that are 440, you know, they'll I'll play 4, 4, 4, 1, 4, 3, two because it punches through somehow. Um, so sound, I don't know. Just It sounds brighter. It
2: sounds brighter. Yeah. It drives the, the people with perfect pitch crazy.
1: Yeah, you can't know that.
0: There were options, too, when it came to playing together as a group. Keith provided participants some sheet music beforehand. Sometimes everyone jammed together, playing the same part. And other times there were a few different parts that the musicians took turns playing. I have to admit, often my ears weren't good enough to distinguish who was playing what part, and as stated previously, it sure didn't help at all to watch the hands. Anyway, curious what a four-part accordion jam sounds like? Well, it just so happens I've got one lined up. Before I sign off, I just want to thank Keith Sawyer and the Triangle Accordion Party for letting me come hang out during the polka party, Oktoberfest. I had a blast. It was so fun. Such a privilege getting to listen to everyone play. I really enjoyed meeting everybody. Thank you all for listening. This is the A440 Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, A440Pod. Download our next episode at A440Pod.com. Let's jam again soon.